0: All right, three, two, one. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to episode six of season two of the True Leisure podcast. We've been on a bit of a hiatus lately due to other obligations of our lives, such as school and other responsibilities. But now that we are back, we are hoping to really kick off the podcast again with some fresh new topics not-so-fresh faces but yeah today we're going to be talking about veganism Now, although I'm quite sure that most of you guys know what veganism is but in case you don't know veganism is a lifestyle in which there is no consumption or actually very little consumption of animal products and the reason why I say very little is because veganism often comes on a spectrum. Generally, there's not just one type of vegan out there. You know, there's vegans that um, only swear off animal products in terms of food, but then there's also vegans that swear off animal products um, throughout their all the aspects of their life. So no, um, they don't participate in any sort of products such as like soaps, shampoos. Uh, that are complicit within, with animal cruelty. Now we have done our own individual research as to what veganism is, and you know some of the other aspects of it, like the scientific aspect, and the social aspect, the philosophical, and obviously the ethical aspect as well, which generally is the most at the forefront whenever veganism is talked about because Generally, there's vegans that go vegan for health reasons, but oftentimes when we hear of veganism, it's usually along the lines of wanting to swear off animal cruelty and the ethical issues that come with consuming animal products. So let's get this started, and uh, I will pass the torch to Mr. Alexander so he can shed some light on what veganism is, and his findings. Thank
1: you. Thank you, Akash. So, I'll just reiterate a little bit about what you said about the definition of veganism that I found from my research. So, you know, like you said, it's abstinence of animal products in diet, specifically. Like, that's what, well, that's what a vegan diet is, but I think the veganism as a whole, like I looked on um, what they said on the vegan society, and they described it as a philosophy, which is to exclude, as far as is practically possible, all forms of exploitation and cruelty to animals for food, clothing, and any other purpose. In order to promote, um, you know, development of animal-free alternatives for the benefit of animals, humans, and the environment. So, the one that we're probably going to focus on today is just practice of dispensing with all of the products wholly or partially derived from animals in diet. But I think there's some important nuance that we'll like touch on with you know what akash mentioned earlier like not using it in like hair products or you know some people don't buy clothes that are made from leather they use like alternatives like there's stuff like vegan leather as a, a replacement um so I guess anybody else have anything to add for the definition portion? Um, I think it's... There's a couple things. like It does extend to some people not using... I I mean, excuse me. There's a couple interesting ones that I thought was pretty cool with people not... Uh, donating the charities that use animal like lab rats essentially like they don't use animals for testing of medicine and they don't use medicine that is produced with stuff like a gelatin and like animal derived lactose and stuff like that so this it, it's not to say that you know you shouldn't use the medicine if you have to use it right but it's the philosophy is like encouraging you to ask for alternatives to that sort of thing. And there's also stuff like it doesn't extend to just animal products. It can extend to consequences for animals as well. Because there's uh I know that some vegans don't use palm oil, which is obtained through like destruction of orangutan habitats so it's not like it's a product from the orangutans right but it's not using the product in order to ethically benefit those uh different kinds of animals if that makes sense
0: That makes sense, and I just wanna sort of because um, I remember I was reading up on this and um, the idea of using animal products in medicine, but I think it's often not known, or rather, it might be less well known mm-hmm. as to how much it's used, or rather, not not how much, but like in what ways. I think it's a better way to phrase that. I think if, uh, like one example I can give is people that have heart defects and they need heart valve replacement surgery, uh, they're often given uh, heart valves from uh, that are made from bovine or porcine, which comes from either cows or pigs. So I think I thought that was a pretty interesting fact.
1: Right. I think we'll get a little bit more into that with you can never be sure that anything is like cruelty free because maybe some way it traces back to like you know land exploitation or something similar that along the supply chain it ends up doing something questionably ethical because I don't think there's a federal regulation on something being vegan or not. It's just third party. There is also uh, one last thing I wanted to bring up, just for like definition, is that some people... I, I think this one might be pretty interesting to talk about later, is that some people give their companion animals a vegan diet like cats and dogs which are you know traditionally considered carnivores right so you know whatever that means that i feel like there's some consequence for that that we can end up talking about later on like after we talk about pros and cons and so <clears throat> with that are we good to go on to stuff beyond the definition like yeah
2: yeah i think we're ready
1: okay um ethan or chad you guys want to start off with this one
2: uh, ethan if you have anything then you can go otherwise I would, yes. i'll go
3: um I-, I was muted and i forgot uh so i want to bring up Some Like, one of the biggest misconceptions I see in veganism is that, like, all because you're not directly harming the animal, it doesn't mean that your food is cruelty-free. Like, I know a big example that stands out to me is that avocado farmers, like, know very well that they have to kill a ton of animals just to, like, protect the avocados that they're farming, basically. And... I did a little more research into that and although there are a lot of animals that are killed from the farming of like fruits, vegetables, grains, overall it's a lot less than animals needed to be killed for pretty much every other meat. Uh, I have a graph right here. Uh, It's numbers of animals killed by slaughter and harvest in eight food categories. Chicken is the worst. Um, At 250, animals killed. Eggs are just around 90. And then milk, vegetables, fruit, and grains are all in the low single digits.
1: So Is that like per animal produced? Or...
3: I think it's overall like on like an average per farm basis, I assume. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it's overall. So
1: Yeah, I think that's sorry, go ahead.
3: Yeah. It just with that said, it feels like veganism is not so much about negating all animal cruelty, but preventing because I don't think It's possible to get to that like perfect like everyone's happy point right but we can get pretty i guess
1: that's that's a good opportunity to mention something like it's not elimination of animal cruelty right yeah it's just minimization because you know even when you're just eating like farmed produce For large-scale farming, there's still, like, pesticide use, there's still, like, pest control methods, like, they have to kill deer and rats and stuff like that in order to protect the produce, so it's, you know, unless you're buying from a a farmer's market and you know exactly what they're doing, and I I don't even know how practical it is to farm without eliminating pests, right? Like maybe it's not even profitable. It's just that there, there's always some death or like abuse on like through the line. It's just a lot less, right? Okay. So with that, I think uh, unless you guys have anything else, to add, we can move on to the pros and cons. So these are the ones that I found. We'll start with pros. You guys can add in any that I like didn't mention, and then we'll go to cons. So I think the biggest reason Akash touched on this a little bit earlier, that the people that, the reason that people convert to a vegan diet is for like health, environmental and ethical reasons, Right? And, you know, health doesn't apply for other areas of, like, applying veganism philosophy to other areas, but the other two do, I think. So, there's some overlap, but these are mainly about the, the, the diet portion. So, I think one of the biggest pros is... That it, it requires mindfulness in order to like have a vegan diet in the way that, you know, you basically have to eliminate every single thing that you eat already on the Amer- in the American traditional diet, right? Like you have to eliminate, just- <laughs> there's so much meat and cheese and like bee products and stuff in the traditional American diet, that it's, like, jarring. Like, you you can't get ready-made meals and stuff, basically, unless they're written, like, as vegan on them, and you check the nutrition label, and you see that there isn't any of that stuff. So I think one of the biggest pros that is also a con is that you have to be more selective and conscious of what you're eating, Right. So in order to have good-tasting, consistent vegan meals, you have to do a little bit of planning that you wouldn't have to do on, like, a, like the traditional American diet. Another thing is just, I, I think this is a pro for me personally, that it gets you to try food that you wouldn't try normally, right? Like... On the traditional diet, I think I was ending up eating the pretty pretty similar similar things every single day just because that's what was the most <clears throat> like easily accessible. And I guess because of that selectivity and mindfulness that comes with limited food options, you have to branch out, essentially. Like I've been eating Stuff like, I've been eating a lot more beans, right? And a lot more guacamole. And it's gotten me back into uh, lacto-fermentation. But I'm probably going to branch into stuff like kombucha. Just right now I'm making sauerkraut. And right now I'm growing some mushrooms with one of those starter grill kits. And I'm also making my own like nut milk and stuff like that. So I think it's it, it requires a little bit more creativity, and because of that, conscious selectivity again, it like requires you to put more effort into the stuff that you're eating. And I got three more. They're pretty short. Like there's some health benefits. Um, Just by virtue of it being plant-based, right? it seems easier to load up on vegetables, which end up being more rich in nutrients that might be missing from the traditional diet, like higher fiber for sure, Um, higher vitamin C, magnesium, iron, stuff like that. And it's also generally lower in calories just because fiber fills you up a lot more. And as a result of that increased nutritional quality, it can lead to more significant benefits like reduced risk of disease. Yeah, gee, go ahead.
2: I was just going to say, like, I think it's awesome that you're doing all those extra steps because whether you're, I think whether you're uh vegan or not, just taking control of your diet and taking extra steps to not just eat like ready-made stuff or processed stuff will drastically increase your like overall healthiness when it comes to what you eat like even um like i'm not saying you have to be vegan to enjoy salads but like salads are just so much better when you have made the ingredients yourself like for, for my personal example uh we have a garden in our backyard and we grow all sorts of stuff we have fruit trees we have spinach we have green onions and occasionally we end up making our own um foods with our own ingredients like i remember we had burritos yesterday and i was using salsa that came from our backyard like the peppers and tomatoes and everything else came from our backyard so just taking control of how you get your nutrition is just immense. And I think veganism sort of um, like exacerbates that mindset.
1: It's sort of, I don't want to diverge like massively into like Marx and like labor isolation, but when you make the ingredients yourself not only it, it like tastes better in my opinion like it's more earthy and stuff like that right but there's just this it's hard to describe feeling of like pride right like you aren't like forced to eat it it's like something you want to do because you made it
2: yeah definitely and I'm glad you brought up taste, because that was one of the cons that I wanted to talk about. Okay. Um when I'm okay with like eating just fruits, vegetables, and legumes and all that and nuts. But when it comes to substituting things that are like supposed supposed to be meat and dairy, and you make vegan substitutes for that, that's where I kind of like. I don't know how to say it, just get a little bit um just get a little bit riled up. Because just first of all, the taste is in my opinion not comparable. It's in terms of nutrients and just the things you get out of it, it's also not comparable. Like how do I explain? Like a burger. With a vegan patty, I don't think is much more, like, nutritionally healthy than a burger with a beef patty. Just because you're changing the ingredients so that they're not, um, made from meat doesn't mean that it's necessarily, like, better, so to speak, uh, for the environment or for you. Uh, gosh, you have, <laughs> you have something to say.
0: Yeah, so I was researching some vegan recipes, not, not for the podcast, but just in general. Um, I like to experiment with different, you know, foods. And uh, that's also one thing that I found is that attempts to sort of... Um, create foods that are not based around animal cruelty can not just, I mean, obviously there's the taste factor, but there's also the health factor as well. So like, for example, I know a lot of people that might consider honey to be vegan, especially if it's sort of locally sourced honey from a local beekeeper. But then there's also other people that, you know, they don't consider honey to be vegan because it at the end it is an animal product even if it is even if it does come from a non-cruel source but I was watching some videos and some people were making uh, honey substitutes but one thing that I noticed in many of these recipes is that essentially it was just water with sugar and that was just boiled into a thicker consistency And it was, you know, it was labeled as honey or as a honey substitute. But, I mean, when you compare honey as a natural ingredient as to what it is to essentially corn syrup, then I think we're sort of delving into the realm of whether, especially if you're a vegan for health reasons, is that the point at which you sort of take a step back? And say, okay, maybe this might not be the best route to take in this specific direction.
2: Yeah, like the back when I was living in my dorm at Santa Cruz, um, for breakfast they served like they would serve waffles and eggs, right? They would have maple syrup and then imitation maple syrup, right? And the imitation maple syrup was just very clearly, like you said, just uh, sugar and made into, like, a syrupy uh, formula. And, yeah, it's just, like, again, for health reasons, I mean, I'm not saying you can't have substitutes, but if I were to go vegan, I would just stick to having, like, strictly, like, plant-based is, and is i know Alex. Hooked,
0: like... sorry you have something to say about is maple syrup not vegan i'm a bit confused on that because i would imagine it is I... it doesn't use any animal products or if we're talking about pure maple syrup of course can't speak yeah. for any other ones but yeah
2: alex cruelty to the trees i don't know but it. regardless
1: it is yeah yeah it depends probably like i'm sure there's some version that isn't right but mm-hmm. i think for the for the most part people use maple syrup as like a honey replacement
0: yeah
1: yeah imitation of maple syrup sounds disgusting
3: it also but, sorry starts...
1: i think i cut you off it's just it's so it's impractical.
3: Practical.
2: Yeah. No. I, I was just gonna. I was just gonna finish off my tangent with like, just saying. Um. I'm. It's hard to say because you don't want to. You you can't tell people that like, if they eat substitutes, then they're not true vegans because that's like no, that's not the point, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But I guess that's kind of my mindset towards it. <laughs> it's like you're craving the old lifestyle and just doing it in a new way. That's more inefficient.
0: I don't necessarily agree with that, but it might depend on what you're talking about, but I'll go after Alex and Ethan because these guys have had their hand raised for a
1: while. Yeah. I'll I'll go first. Um, I think the biggest thing to remember that I was thinking about when you guys were talking was that the health benefits aren't guaranteed at all. Right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The main philosophy is just exclusion in any way practical of forms of exploitation. So the health benefits are purely like a, a sub consequence on like an average, right? Like, like, you aren't guaranteed to get health benefits essentially it just depends on what you eat still like every other diet yeah and i guess in response to that that substitute meat thing you know a, a lot of the meat substitutes are pretty processed and you know there's there's some capacity there for it to not be better overall. But I think generally, you know, the the taste, I think, like, meat substitutes, I'm not, I'm not speaking for the industry, right? But I think they are attempts at bridging or, like, making that lifestyle more accessible to people that aren't vegans, right? And also you know, most of them are, like, made of soy and, like, chickpeas and stuff, but... And there's some problems with that, but it's still, like, overall better, I think, for the environment, and probably better... uh, for, For health reasons, arguably better, but for environmental and, like, ethical impact, I think it is better. So... If if you're going purely off the vegan philosophy that you're just trying to make it uh like to remove exploitation of animals or not remove, but like reduce, then I think it's a it's a viable avenue for you to take.
2: I think I, the perspective that it's a way to bridge the gap is a very fair one that I haven't thought about. So yeah. I'm thinking about it and it just makes more and more sense.
3: I think Ethan, the, you had your hand the, Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. So, I think, like, the main gripe that I have that might, like, iron it out for you isn't so much with, like, veganism acting a certain way, because that's how they should act, but more so that, like, veganism is based on, like, a few different morals, and sometimes those people, especially, like, the bad actors, they'll, like, kind of construe their morals and just, like, think they're better than everyone else and then, like, do something, like, kind of unreasonable or just for, like, the sake of, like, saying, wow, guys, look, I'm vegan. Like, uh, vegan gains for one, that guy is a loser, straight up. Um, He, like, Advertises completely that he just got super ripped and super cool from being vegan Like like it bolsters the community, yes But he also has like the undying need to just tell everyone he's vegan Even when it's like completely not part of the conversation and everyone already knows it And he also just like thinks he's superior And claims he doesn't use supplements when he's like ripped to shit when he definitely needs supplements. Like, it's, like, this kind of, what's it called? Like, the the negative snowball effect, this kind of, like, piling on itself. And then, like, it really tarnishes, like, the whole, like, vegan, like, what's it called? Reputation.
0: Yeah, I think, uh, for the most part, Whenever people have problems with vegans, it usually comes from a very vocal minority that tend to give sanctimonious platitudes about how everybody else who uses animal products are a stain on the earth. But I digress. Uh, But is vegan gains that guy that has like vegan pets? I You're muted.
3: L- let me let me double check on that one. <laughs>
1: Hold on. But yeah, I definitely. It's it's a big problem with like. What what Gears is saying, like, the perception of vegans, is just tarnished by, people right. that have, or it's a it's a disproportionate level of public attention on like a vocal minority of an already minority group right like you'll see some like a militaristic vegan and then you're like oh wow i don't want to be like that person at all so i probably shouldn't even consider their viewpoint right yeah like
0: the thing i have to say there's a lot to say about
1: Sorry go, ahead. sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, I,
0: I have a bit of a, I have a bit of a longer point, so just finish up, and then I'll, I'll go.
1: Okay. Just um, yeah, we can, we can save it for later. i I was thinking we'd have a, a pretty decent chunk of just like why there's such a negative PR on people, but or PR on vegans specifically. But there's um, I remember there was a study from 2015 which. Gauged people's responses to different prejudiced people, right? And Mm -hmm. vegans were like only above drug addicts in terms of like public approval, like second least disliked prejudiced group, essentially. Second least disliked or liked? Disliked.
3: Wait, the least disliked was drug addicts. Yes. That's insane. Or the least
1: liked was yeah. drug addicts.
0: Okay, that makes sense because you said at least disliked. Don't like. I don't think people so, like so really sandwich.
3: dislike vegans, basically. Pretty much. That's great. <laughs> that's, that's ironic. All
1: right, go go ahead. And okay, well, well,
3: before you continue, that is the guy who does feed his pets vegan
0: food. Yeah. So here's my thing about that. I don't agree with that and the reason why it's very simple look i'm not i'm going to be honest with you i haven't seen i haven't looked at the research other as to whether it's healthy for uh, animals to be vegan like i haven't researched it like deep so i mean he has a video that says his pets are still alive so i mean i guess that counts for something but that being said my issue is not with the health factor. My issue is that veganism at the end of the day is a choice. And I don't, I think the only person that you should be allowed to make a choice for in regard regards to lifestyle is yourself because, okay. When, when, when you're deviating from the norm, at least like, for example, if you like, uh, I don't know, I saw this video of this one lady who really likes the 1950s aesthetic. And she's like decorated her house like that. But they don't force her son to do it. So I think when it comes to making choices, I don't think it's ethical to make that choice for your pet, especially when animals are not naturally vegan. And I know humans aren't naturally vegan either. But at least we have the cognitive ability to sort of gauge what's right and wrong for us. But animals can't do that. So what you're doing is that not only are you putting your lifestyle choice above what that animal naturally is supposed to eat, but you're also making a choice on behalf of them knowing that they don't know what's good and bad for them but it's not necessarily the best choice because that's not how you know that's not how animals naturally are okay ethan go ahead
3: yeah i a hundred percent agree uh in terms of veganism uh the the ethical of making choices for other people is kind of kind of wishy-washy just because like when you're taking care of the pet and also like when you have a kid but for veganism there, there's like a lot of concern when it comes to children because the WHO highly recommends you get eggs, meat, seafood into a child's diet just because it's so rich in nutrition and you're more or less limiting the child to a more difficult lifestyle that prevents them from getting the necessary nutrients for for certain professions like an athlete on a pure vegan diet without supplements cannot have like get their necessary protein levels and that's just i i have more research onto that that we can delve into in a little bit but it just it feels wrong to me you know yeah, and
0: and before Alex goes, I'm just going to make a quick point is that I know a lot of people sort of make the point when it comes to this kind of stuff is that, oh, well, children, when they're young, they don't know right from wrong necessarily, so parents have to make a lot of decisions on behalf of their children for that. But I don't think that's the same because children can still grow up to become, you know, intelligent. They Children, at least, even though they might not have that – uh. Intellectual maturity, especially when they're young, but as you grow older and you grow experienced, you develop that and you develop a sense for uh, making your own decisions and knowing right from wrong. But with animals, animals can't do that. Animals are reliant and dependent on you to make their, their decisions for them their whole life. So I think I don't. That's that's part of what like that's my opinion as to why it's wrong.
1: But yeah, that's my two cents. Uh,
0: Alex, go ahead.
1: So more on the, the pet diet thing. I don't necessarily agree with this because it's for for various reasons. But I've seen some arguments that like you can reasonably put your pet on. vegan diet as long as you provide the nutrients that they require right like as Mm -hmm. long as you fit them in there somewhere it doesn't matter what they doesn't matter what the ingredients are it just matters what the substance is right which i think makes sense in theory right but there's also the question of like we don't even know what we need right like we don't necessarily know what substances our body needs fully. So how do we know hmm. what a dog or a cat or like another animal needs? Right.
0: Yeah. I mean, you can Google search all In you like, want, but it does take yeah. more research than that. You
1: know, also like an, another pro giving your, like your, your companion animal, like a vegan diet that I saw was that, um, a lot of the dog food and stuff isn't very well made, right? Like, it's not the same as, like, pig chow, you know? But it, it's not great. Like, it's, it's made from, like, scraps and stuff. So, I mean, that's not what they're eating naturally either, right? So, I, I think it, if you're making the argument that you shouldn't give them a vegan meal because that's not what they normally eat doesn't apply because of that. But I, I do think that the other reasons you shouldn't do it are pretty uh, persuasive.
0: I mean, my argument for that and that like, that's not what they normally didn't have to do with nutrition at all. I thought that's moral. I was talking more about the ethical reasons is that that's not what they naturally eat. So in order to deviate for them from that, whether it's nutritious or not, you're still making a choice on behalf of the animal. Right.
2: Okay. <clears throat> so just like a nice segue. So we, um we talked about ethical and health reasons for going vegan. And I can't say that, I would go vegan for either of those reasons. I genuinely just don't care. The reason I would go vegan if I felt like it is because of the environment, the environmental uh, impacts that going vegan has. So I did some research on some statistics about just meat and dairy in general and how like um they affect the environment in terms of carbon emissions so the first thing is is that plant-based foods have an insanely lower uh carbon footprint compared to meat like uh, i watched a video that explained that it was a very well-sourced video where beef generates about 70 kilograms of CO2, like one kilogram of beef generates 71 kilograms of CO2, lamb about 40, pork about 10, chicken about 10. They all generate insane amounts of um, CO2 per kilogram of that food, whereas tofu generates three kilograms per kilogram. And potatoes barely even reach a half. So just already like switching to meat or switching to plant-based food from meat reduces your carbon footprint immensely. However, that is to say that just not buying food doesn't necessarily mean that that food isn't already made and packaged. Like not buying meat refusing to buy meat doesn't make that meat alive again so to speak sure it could show that um there's less demand for it so therefore they make less if there's enough people but individually i don't think it will make much of a difference to um to corporations that make or produce meat if you stop buying them or not um but other than that like livestock in general just takes so much resources to make already that it is probably like going to be important for our survival as a species to cut down a bit so there's billions currently there's billions of livestock animals um for each meat type and about so the statistics i found is that 83 percent of farmland is for uh, livestock grazing and that constitutes a little over a quarter of the surface area of the entire earth and they also use up over 25% of our like earthly like freshwater supply. So basically we are dumping a quarter of our planet's resources into generating meat for humans. And that's like kind of a waste when you consider that given that how given how like nutrients travel through like from producer to consumer to apex predator we're only gonna get about like less than five three three to five percent of the nutrients that the animals that we killed just ate and if we were to give those if we were to give the stuff that we gave the animals to humans instead we could feed 3.5 billion people with just what we give animals. So yeah, that's about uh, that's, that's about like as much as research I did for like statistics of um, like what would happen if we stopped uh, mass producing meat, like just, it would free up so much more resources and just benefit the environment more. Um, so if anyone wants to say something,
3: yeah, I, I agree with you. I think you're correct on that point, though. I think the numbers might be a little, um, uh, what is it like overdone just cause, well, if assuming you take in crop rotation, which means that the crop, like three, three quarters of the year, that crop is going to be used for growing normal plants. The animals are going to feed off that which would expand like the percent land mass that the animal takes like still your point stands though i just think those statistics were a little blown up just based off of what i'm hearing um i think the other big problem with the whole like um going down the digestive tract as you said is that like, I think we talked about this before in our nutrition video, but everyone processes food at a certain rate, right? So when I was doing my research, I found that it's really, really hard to get the right amount of protein for a person and there's a few studies to back it up. Uh, there was a correlational study on male height in 105 countries in lower in in countries with really bad economics or just third world the taller people tend to just have more access to more food but in first world countries it's about the quality of protein that you eat and quality of protein this means how much do how much protein do we process from a food? Um, ranging from a hundred percent to I think as low as ten. So if you look at dias scores, uh, D I A S scores, that'll tell you all the qualities of protein. So if I just pull one out right now, uh wheat's at forty. Spinach is scored at like four, rice is scored at 40, or at 50, and then all the meats are scored around 110. That is to say that without supplements being the keyword, without supplements, your diet is almost impossible to be complete. That's a pure vegan diet. In order for you to get... I Like... Meat. Like beef. 25 grams of protein of beef. Is about... I believe 500 calories. To get the same amount... Of protein... For... I believe legumes. It's about... 1250 calories. And if we're just talking meats processed as opposed to, like, pure, like, the protein exists, that's going to be the comparison. It's a lot harder to do, but it's still possible. It's just something to keep in mind if you're planning on going vegan.
1: I think it's... That's fair, right? Like, one of... it. it goes. It goes a little bit back to the... The definition again like it's it's not the the goal isn't for health right for most or the biggest goal isn't for health but for some people that do it it is right um you don't necessarily like i i I thought that was really interesting but you said without supplements right but there are plant-based protein supplements right Like it, maybe it's less convenient, but that's a different option that somebody could take if they wanted to, you know, be like a vegan athlete or something, and get a lot more protein than they would just from like their basic diet.
3: It's still like concerning, just because like nutrition is not super, like it's not something we're educated on. Like, I
1: think... That's true.
3: Yeah, I think almost all vegan athletes are lacking in protein, processed. Like, they're not meeting the recommended requirements uh, from a few graphs I saw as well. But there's also the concern that we don't actually process supplements as much as we should, just because the way that it's eaten is weird. So that that's just, like, personally why I haven't. Tried going vegan, and it's just something to keep in mind.
0: Okay. Uh, just to sort of uh, touch back on your point about the environment, uh, I'm on uh, our world, ourworldindata.org, and according to them, beef, average beef, has around 71 kilograms of CO2 equivalents. Per one kilogram of beef that's including emissions from methane but coffee is 29 kilograms per one kilogram so coffee is the third largest producer of greenhouse gas when we look at food so do with that information what you will
2: Coffee is- coffee is a sin. I'm just gonna say that.
3: You're- no. That's wrong. I'm sorry. You're incorrect. I'm correct. You're wrong. Oh, Ethan, you're a coffee drinker? A little bit. Uh, I kind of go to Starbucks pretty often. Got a girlfriend working there for four years, so... Congrats. Probably like once a week minimum at this point. I'm d- I'm just you saying. Don't get dude, the coffee. Okay. Get like, <laughs> get
0: like hot chocolate or a water cup. The nitro
3: cold brew is so good. You get, don't need you like, like just a venti
0: frappuccino the- every time. I don't buy
3: frappuccinos. Well, whatever. Who it's... I don't that? go to Starbucks, so I don't know <laughs> what 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 okay. drinks are there. Who above the, the age of fourteen buys a frappuccino? Come on.
0: I don't know. I only know like three drinks from uh, Starbucks. There's the Frappuccino, there's the Cappuccino, and then there's a uh, coffee.
1: Yeah, Maritana, okay. <laughs> I, only,
0: I only know the, the Cino, the, uh, yeah, Frappuccino, the Cappuccino, chino. the two Chinos. I will say. And then there's the coffee.
2: Mocha. I will say that um, we make tea better than they do.
3: Gee, I tried your tea. It was a little rough. I'm going to be real.
2: Okay, that was because my mom wanted it to not be as bitter. Hey, at least it so was vegan. It was, at, had too much milk in it. At least it was vegan. No, it was not vegan. It had too much milk in it. Really? <laughs> uh, yeah. Which, actually, speaking of, this is a good segue. I want to do one fun segment before we um, end the episode. So, I, I know I sounded a little bit of like an elitist earlier with substitutes. A and now I'm, to, <clears throat> and uh, now I'm about to come off as a hypocrite. So, <laughs> here, I have four different milks. <laughs> what
3: the heck? Here, let me get my, with here we go.
2: Here we've got four different milks, alright? we got got the scientific method,
0: milk. boys. we
2: got soy milk, oat milk, and almond milk. We're going to decide here, once and for all, which one... Is the superior? Which one? It's not going to
0: be soy milk. Is the white milk Goat milk, goat milk? milk tastes yes,
2: Oat minor. milk. Oh, okay. Oat milk. I'm.
3: I don't know about goat milk. Horrible.
2: I don't know about goat milk, but I love goat cheese. All right, so I'm going to start with the the standard, the right. cows. This is organic. Um,
3: Wait, is it full of fat? Reduced fat. Yeah, is a full. Or no,
2: that ruined it. Oh, the full fat is the control so milk. Oh
3: my god! I don't have. Re-
2: I didn't have reduced fat at home. It's you like always
3: average. go full. You always go full.
2: That's the control right. element. That's why. I actually read that soy milk, is a contender for protein, for cow compared to cow milk. Soy okay. milk. Compares okay, but really it's well not going to give
0: milk. me any protein if I spit okay. it out because it tastes so bad. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but what I'm, what I'm, what, I'm,
2: what I'm gonna say is uh, oat, almond and coconut milk require supplements in order to get the same protein okay okay soy milk
0: supplements huh Just throw a steak in there before blending. these it. are all
2: unsweetened by the way okay this tastes like uh, hold on
3: dog food
0: it tastes like water That's
2: it what tastes it tastes like,
3: like. it tastes
2: like grass <laughs> what
0: the heck? Wait, which one is that? Is that the soy milk? Bro, go
2: out in your is lawn right? and
3: let's compare the soy milk to the grass, too.
2: Like, it tastes like how grass smells.
1: Wait,
3: that's I'll uh, finish it later. Alright. Oh, <laughs> you, 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 you already should know. You should have gone a to clean window.
0: your palate like a glass of water. No, 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 no. I it's do good.
3: Have water, it's
0: good. I actually do have water. Hold on. Loaded
2: <laughs> on I'm gonna make this quick because we're running out of time.
3: Speedrun.
0: my guy, I'm here showing four pints of milk. (laughs) (laughs) This is a sight to be witnessed (laughs) right here.
2: This is redemption. He's He's
3: got got his daily protein for sure.
2: This is is redemption for all you people who are offended because I talked down on your Beyond Burgers and Impossible Burgers.
0: (laughs) Your religion.
3: They're not the same. They're not the same.
2: Okay, oat milk actually just tastes like the milk that
0: comes with oatmeal. You know what I
3: mean? what mm-hmm. like,
0: milk comes with oatmeal? Is it oat milk that comes with oatmeal, or is it regular milk that comes with oatmeal? I'm saying you put
2: milk in oatmeal, take the oatmeal out, take it yeah, out, and you just
0: got the. What milk actually. do you put into oatmeal to make that taste like oat milk? Is it regular milk you that were you were put? put in- if you were to put regular... Okay, okay, that I, I like just, I just, I, that's just what I want a clarification on. Because if you put oat milk into <laughs> oatmeal and then take the oats out, you've made oat milk, and obviously that would taste like oatmeal. <laughs> I will say, I knew from the
2: beginning this one was going to be the best, but I still have to try almond.
3: What? It's better than whole no, milk? No way.
2: <clears throat> I will say, though, it is a bit chunky. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what? It wasn't like strained well. Okay. Wait. Is it sour? There's, like oh bits God.
3: of oat. No, 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 no. What do you it's, mean?
2: It's fine. No, no. These are these are like just open. These are new. But um, what okay. I'm saying is that it has like a texture to it compared to the others. It's oh, not right. just straight it's like. Kind of You're telling
3: me that chunky oat milk is better than whole
2: milk? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Also, I've okay, had whole. Sh- okay, sh- sh- just, old, just try it. It's 240.
0: Almond milk. Let's see.
2: Oh,
3: it. you don't like it because it's skim. Skim actually tastes like water.
0: Like I drinking it out of like oh, a God. chalice. <laughs> Nothing. The, milk chalice. the the old school
2: like malt the malt shakes. <laughs> <laughs> Almond milk sucks. Yeah, it just tastes like. It, it just
3: tastes,
0: like, it tastes water. like water. It tastes like water. I
2: have it not- It just felt... tastes like
3: water. Okay, I have a fun fact. I know
0: what it tastes like. You know what it tastes like? It tastes like water that's left over after you soak almonds from it.
2: Exactly. Like, it that's what I was going to say. It
0: just tastes right? like water. With... Or if like you put or if you like shave off the almond skin and put it into water. And blend that up. That's what o- uh, almond and milk. Then is. white food you, you, coloring You peel. That's that's peel
2: your really banana. it is. You peel that's your and That's what you get. That's what it <laughs> is. And that what it is is bad. What it is is almond milk almonds.
3: Okay, okay, okay. I work at a milk tea okay. restaurant. Okay, and people order like almond milk, like instead of like like normal like people food with their like shakes. Oh my god! It's it it. Like it doesn't even mix correctly because we put it in a blender. It, like usually, it it's supposed to look like a smoothie, okay? Like it looks like a like a pretty regular non malt smoothie. But no, it looks like it's like it's chunky. It's weird. It looks like sand. Like how do you eat that, dude? Ugh! What is wrong with you? Bro, like, at that point,
0: just put water and a handful of almonds into it.
3: Dude, it's a dude cookie and cream sand shake. What the fuck are you eating? I'm
1: I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. I'm pissed. I'm pissed now. I was having a good day <laughs> <What are you laughs> Okay but, okay if I was to, if I was
2: to do ratings, if I was to do ratings, I would say oat milk at the top, cow right below it, soy milk right below that, and then almond way down.
3: I, I think you can move cow milk tied with almond just because you got skim and not like real milk. It's, I didn't get skim. I got two percent. You got 2 percent. Same thing.
2: That's not the same thing. We don't have. It's not whole. We don't milk, have it's whole. Dog
3: shit. It is. Is it? Like we don't human. have whole. You're literally getting no nutrients. You just buy it because you think it makes you healthier because you lose weight. Oh my god. Oh yes. It's like ten <laughs> less calories preserving, Oh my god. No nutrients cool. though. Fuck
0: yeah. Even why are you going on a rant? I, this isn't YouTube.
3: I. I, I well,
2: up, we are. First right. of all. First of all, we are posting on YouTube, second of all. I know, but this is in the live stream. We won't- we won't- we won't curse as much next time, it's just- we're- we're riled up, alright. Ethan been exhibiting twitch
0: behavior right now.
3: <laughs> I care I about my boy's nutrition, and I hate the misconceptions of milk. It's it- oh my god, it riles me up. My roommate's by- scale. Milk is oh, good for you. Drink milk.
0: Got milk.
2: Oh, fun fact. The fun fact, I discovered last week that I am now lactose intolerant, which is actually something that comes with age, believe it or not, because lactase is the thing that breaks down lactose, right? And you generate less as you grow up. So it's just something that happens. Unlucky. And now I'm sad. I can't have it. Imagine if
3: you can if drink milk Matt, to you. It's okay.
0: All what right, I saying? just want to give a quick shout out to Got Milk for sponsoring this episode. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Was a joke.
3: That's messed up. How you? We don't have sponsors.
2: Not yet. We don't have sponsors yet. Well, I'm not cutting it.
3: But yeah, okay. So should we end (laughs) off? I think we're good. Uh, Does anyone else
2: have anything else to say, like scientifically or conversationally, otherwise?
3: Scientifically, whole milk is
1: healthier. I know this was like a huge break. Yes, but I don't think we have time. I don't. Maybe we could do another one. Yeah, this is like two enough mode. for another episode. Uh,
0: Me too. Uh, well, I we'll feel
3: like Ethan has enough
0: rant for a part two, too.
3: No, I don't think. I don't. I don't. But uh, we'll put a pet in it. Okay.
2: We could talk about, for part two, we could talk more about like if we would have to try it um, and then just talk about our own experience. Okay, so yeah, that, that sounds just, great. It's like what we did with dreams.
3: Okay. Before we, should end, should we end, up? want Whoa. Alex, why were you mad?
1: I'm, man, bastards. I'm literally like making almond milk today and you're telling me it's the worst one. <laughs> it doesn't taste fantastic, alright? <laughs> but that's hilarious. not the that's not the point. See, I, I and this is why almond milk in cereal is so much better than regular milk.
3: Okay, okay. Uh um I cost lettuce out.
0: Alright guys uh thank you for, thank you for tuning in if you tuned in today if you are a vegan hopefully you enjoyed our content if you're not a vegan hopefully you enjoyed our content too if you're almond milk <laughs> or an almond milk drinker then you surely did not enjoy our content but that's okay drink some water don't <laughs> drink almond milk have some almonds <laughs> eat some badam don't drink badam dud drink some water water is good for you all right and that's it hydromies where you at All right, right, guys. All right. Goodbye, everybody. See you all at the next episode.